This is Charlie Toraño from the Toraño Family Cigar Company, and you are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Welcome into Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Whether you're new to cigars or been smoking for years, Kiss My Ash is here to entertain, inform, and more importantly, smoke. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's your host, Honesty. I like to smoke them like some Winston Good morning. Welcome, loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with my gang, Adam Becom, Special K. Howdy. Becom. Becom. That's mm-hmm. a new thing. And the lovely lady out. Good morning. You look a little disheveled this morning. I literally woke up 15 minutes ago. <laughs> you texted me at 4 and 7.30 in the morning. How yeah. did you wake up 15 minutes because ago? Because it was like I was in and out of sleeps, and I was so paranoid that I wasn't going to wake up for the show. I then, therefore, fell back asleep and almost slept through. And my boyfriend was up, showered, had eggs, had coffee, avocado cut. And I look at him, I go, are you... Effing kidding me? Because I tried to wake you up three times. I go, the reason I'm still in bed is because of you. Thank you very we much. We won't get into that. Wake up, fool! I'd hear that. I had to hear about that at four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> also, before I forget, mm-hmm. well, I'll make sure he's listening by now. Before I forget, uh, special happy birthday wishes to one of my dearest friends, my auxiliary grandparent. Uh, and one of my first partners in the smoking organization, Sean Dennehy, turned 75 today. Oh, he doesn't look a day over 52. <laughs> he doesn't look an inch over 52. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's pretty pissed about that one right there. <laughs> but, Sean, if you're out there listening, he's a good sport. I, yeah, I know you listen to the show. Uh, happy birthday, my good friend. 75. May the wind be always at your back. And don't have too much Irish whiskey today. Uh, that being said, uh, Vegas last week. Mm hmm. Tell me all about it. All about it. Uh, you know, I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of new people. Show floor just keeps getting bigger and bigger. I'm going to have to train next year to go to the trade show. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just i getting too old to walk this floor. It's going massively big. Well, you know? I, you know, I was talking to Eric yesterday. He's like, well, I, I didn't even see him, bro. I didn't even see I him. Did, I never even saw him. I was like, well, he told me he couldn't get around all the – it was too big. He's like, well, we just have to get him one of those Segway things and drive that around. And it'll be, you can ride that. It'll be good. You do a really – bad no i was going to honestly say he does a really good job and i'm watching him do it and his lips are barely moving while he talks and i'm just kind of like i think that's part of the oh uh, yeah i think that was a good imitation but um yeah i barely saw eric i saw eric jr uh out by the tables one night mm-hmm. but interesting show i mean uh hey, vegas i just i'm just not a big fan of the whole vegas flight the whole airlines thing i mean without a doubt the airline industry is the most poorly run 
organization probably in the world. In the world. We all had flight delays. We had a three and a half hour, I don't believe there was a flight delay. They had three and a half hour flight delay coming back. We're stuck in Atlanta. So we didn't get back here until two in the morning. What airline did you fly? AirTran. But here's my thing is how do you have a three and a half hour flight delay? There's no you know, excuse for it. What I noticed was there was only 10 people at the gate. And there was one more other flight later. So I'm just saying, they looked at those 10 people and said, screw it, cancel the flight. There's another plane. We'll fill up that plane. And that's what he did. So we sat in the terminal for three and a half hours. And the interesting was, while I was in the terminal in, in Atlanta, this woman comes to me and says, do you work or own the smoking Casa de Monte Cristo store? And of course, I said, what? Yes, I do. <laughs> She said, oh, we go there. My boyfriend is there right now calling me, wondering where I'm at. <laughs> so it was kind of cool. And, you know, we talked a little bit, but uh, yeah. And then I saw him the next day in the shop. So uh, it was interesting. We're going to talk a little bit later about some of the cigars and news that come out of the show this this year. But the show's always good because you get to see all your old friends. I, got, I mean, in fact, I uh, right off we come off the plane, we saw Brian Hewitt from mm-hmm. um, oh, Stogie Review. Thank you. Brain freeze. Still gives you right, right off the thing, we shared a ride over the hotel, and of course, we saw Greg uh, Vanderslice from uh, Cigar Greg, Craig, and uh, just a lot of cool people, and, that, and that's the nice part about Master going Sensei. to the show. Huh? Yeah. Master Sensei? Master Sensei, yes. Did catch up with Eric Gutterman from Cigar Dojo, so it was a good show, and then um, obviously you saw Steve Saka, big news, Steve Saka, no longer... Uh, has retired. Has retired. No longer um, president of your state. I hope I can retire at 47. Going to go chop lumber up in the hills of New Hampshire and uh, hunt and fish and I guess do whatever uh, he likes to do, but... That's exciting. We went to... Uh, Find his roots. Yeah, fine, you know. He, you know, he, he's been in the industry a long time. He deserves a little break. He's worked hard over the last few years and been, I think, a very positive asset to the folks at Drew Estate. So uh, big props to Steve. Wish you uh, the best in your, we don't know how long, but semi-retirement at this point, I'm going to mm-hmm. say. And uh, him and Cindy, uh, we had dinner. Him and his wife, Cindy, we had uh, dinner with me and my wife, my wife and I. Uh, the first night we got in, and we went and took us to a show called Absinthe. Mm-hmm. Great show. One of the best Vegas shows I've seen in a while. It takes place in an outdoor tent in Caesar's Palace. Really? Yeah. It was pretty cool because, like, uh, you know, it was this outdoor tent completely sealed, and there's no entrance to this show. And you're wondering, and they got a little bar outside, of course, like 2,012 degrees. And, you know, you're just waiting to get inside this tent, and you're wondering how you're going to get in. And all, all there is right inside the tent is a little phone booth, like a real phone booth. There's a phone in it and everything. And next thing you know, the back door of the phone booth opens up into the tent. And then they open the front door. Cool. So you got to walk through the front door. Now, this ain't a big phone booth. That, uh, that was my next call. Oh, no. Because, oh, no, 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 no. I had them all cracking up. As I'm walking up, I start saying, yeah, y'all better have some lube before I walk into the booth. Because I get stuck halfway in. You ever have the jaws of life nearby. You, you and Steve aren't tiny guys. And the best part about it is, is Steve's behind me analyzing it. Looking, you know? So once I clear the booth and get inside, I shout from inside, Steve, it's all clear. You're good. Because I figured I'm a little bit bigger than him. So... Um, that was interesting. Uh, that being said, with oh, our show today, uh, we had a good day. event. Camacho guy folks came over uh, Vero Beach, yeah, over with our boy Trevor up there, and nice I guess uh, had a nice party. Very nice. Always good stuff. And uh, giveaways, we like to give away stuff. We're just very giving people here at Kiss My Ash Radio. Uh, your chance also to win $50 courtesy of Monte Cristo Cigars later in the show. What are we doing? Actor Studio? We or? are doing, no, there's uh, th- three theme songs that you say that going, three times fast. i know i don't know please come on just try <laughs> three theme songs three three yeah, three that's what I thought. <laughs> yep yep that's what i thought that's how you don't 
win a dollar. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what he said. That's how you don't win a dollar. Uh, also, uh, social media. Mm-hmm. Follow us on social media. And uh, every Friday we post a social media word. We hear that word, give us a call, and you win a special prize. And this week we're giving away five Hex cigars. Mm. And if you haven't heard of Hex Cigars, and that's kind of one of the things we'll probably talk about later in the show, one of the big things is the trade show uh, this year, and kind of a lot of talking about from everybody across the board, is a new company called Syndicato Cigars, and uh, eventually we'll have them on the show and talk to them, and of course, I'm, I'm a member of it, so um, a lot of buzz. Basically, what we did was uh, a bunch of top retailers across the country got together and said, look, you know, we know our consumers, we know what they like. We know what's been doing well, what's been not doing well. And we said, hey, let's make some of our own brands. And, of course, uh, we hired the former vice president of um, marketing of marketing of uh, for premium division, Jim Colucci from Altus USA, after his, uh, his retirement of a year. And we launched three lines this year. One was Hex, one was Affinity, and uh, another one is a value-priced bundle called Casabella. And, uh, you know, a lot of industries... Some people have been very friendly. Some people are very fearful. Some people don't know what's going on. It's like the world turned upside down. But, you know, my take on it is everybody can coexist. There's enough room for everybody in the world. And it really doesn't really change anything in this industry. But, like, some people are acting like it's the end of the world, not to mention right. any names. But it's, it was an interesting thing at the trade show this year. I spent a lot of time talking and debating the uh, the company. But we got five-pack of Hex Cigars. It's a Nicaraguan Puro. It's it's medium to full bodied. It's one of my favorite of the three that we produced. And uh, some lucky guy today will be the first person in the country. Uh, or, or gal. Yes, thank you. What'd you say? Or gal. Or gal. Or gal. You're right. Mm-hmm. We'll be the first to, to get him. If, if you don't know our social word for the day, jump on Facebook and Twitter. Follow us. You'll know every week. And of course, our great friends at Sidecar making stuff that every cigar connoisseur should use lighters, cutters, products guaranteed. For, for life. life. And every week they like to give away, uh, one of, to our loyal listeners, something very nice. And what are the great folks at Zycar giving away today? Today, when you are the 10th caller after you hear this sound, you will be receiving a push-in, pull-out punch. I added the push-in. I feel like the pull-out <laughs> is kind of funny. <laughs> pull-out punch. Um, beautiful black uh, punch for your cigars, $40 value, as well as a Axia Double Flame Lighter. I like that Axia lighter. It's one of my favorite ones. It's really cool lighter. Um, you get a matching set, both in black. Uh, you're looking at a, over $100 value worth of Zycar prizes for life. Once you go black, you never go back. That's not true. It's true. <laughs> Black's my favorite color. <laughs> Anyways. I'm just going to sit here quietly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when you hear that sound, give us a call. You win that great prizes. And uh, you know, anything interesting happened while I was away in Vegas? Not really. It's pretty boring when I'm not around, right? You know, it's it's just a lot quieter. Um, I'm not going to say it's necessarily boring. Um, I definitely, <laughs> like, I enjoy your phone calls when I see your name and your picture pop up on my phone. It makes me excited. I have that effect on people. But. Adam, you look like you're like, hurting. Well, I'm trying to think about what, what went on. Well, no one abused you for about five days, so that was probably a very I had traumatic. To, I had to abuse people <laughs> just so, you know, the circle of abuse <laughs> kept going around. That's actually what had to go on, and a bunch of people still have scars. Still have I'm not going to point at any people with toupees or anything that possibly do, but... Oh, uh, you like to abuse him, don't oh, you? Oh, I have to. His- Toupee? Fred. You're going to call him out like that? Well, I had to, like, oh, I had to think I about him on it. The shop. Was, uh, I said to him, I'll pull right there. If you don't get this done on time, I'll pull that toupee off and burn it. Mm-hmm. But why, why does he wear it if everyone knows it's there? Yeah, oh, give away. 
Dare giveaway. giveaway. <laughs> you ain't lying. That toupee's got, and I know he doesn't listen to the show, not that I care, but that toupee has to be at least 50 years old. Listen, his toupee and looks like my roots. And untouched. Yeah. It's you, just awful. You can tell there's a full five inches of non-natural hair going on there. It's just wrong. It's just absolutely, positively wrong. Mm-hmm. So that being said, uh, we got a lot of cool people on the show today. We got uh, our good buddy, mm-hmm. Cigar Coop. Yep. Doing the bloggers corner later. William. And Tom from uh, Cedar Spills. Cedar Spills. So it's going to be a cool show. Don't go anywhere. A lot of cool stuff. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Smoke it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. This is Edgar Hoy with Edgar Hoy Cigars and One Child, One Kill. Motherfuckers better listen to Kiss My Ash Radio or I will hunt you down. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. If it keeps on raining, Led Zeppelin has that way of yeah. putting you in a trance. I was in a trance. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. Honest Abe here. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Radio. Broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida with my king, Adam Kane, the lovely Lady M. Good morning. With the shades on now. I'm put, I put them on. Is I'm that, looking a little rough. I don't want to you know, offend any of my watchers. Any of your fans? Yeah. You see what Lady M really looks like in the morning? Millions yeah. of stalkers. The strip club at 5 a.m.? Is that the look you I want? didn't go to the strip club at 5 a.m. No, I'm saying how you look. But you this is what I would look you like. You get the 5 a.m. stripper look? Pretty much. You know, when the lights all turn on, everybody goes, whoa. Whoa. That's what I call that look. That was so a lot of money wasted. not to be there when the lights <laughs> go on. But you were there on Thursday night with the lights coming on, weren't you? The lights did you? not come on. I left. But you were there. I made an appearance. You I've made seen, an appearance. I've seen the lights of the Insider Strip Club many times. Did you pay? In fact, one time from a bathroom stall. <laughs> sitting. <laughs> I think I remember that night. And my jeans passed <laughs> In fact, one of my guys with me was so nervous, he stood, outside the, door. Yeah, he stood <laughs> outside the door until I woke up. I'm like, geez, thanks. What do you think? I was going to get gang raped. But anyways, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you that, that, that guy in there in the nice tuxedo is <laughs> definitely going to hurt right? the Lord. <laughs> He's acting all dramatic about <laughs> it. I want your door, dude. I want your door for you, man. I stood out there the whole three hours. You were passed out. Is this who I'm thinking? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the only guy who's been banned from smoke, who has a lifetime ban still at smoking. Oh, my God, still? Oh, yeah. Does he show up at Delray? No. Lifetime <laughs> ban. From all smoking locations. Ban. Yes. Oh, wow. That's what you get for trying to watch me while I'm passed out. <laughs> Sicko. That's so messed up. Uh, anyways. Uh, anyways, in case they didn't hear it on the air, I just want to say it again real quick. Uh, big special happy birthday wishes to uh, my dear friend, surrogate grandparent, Sean Dennehy, 75 years old. God bless you, my friend. May the wind be at your back. And don't drink too much. Irish whiskey. Car bombs. It was also our bar manager. Birthday is this week. I know she partied. It was yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. It was uh, Gabrielle Mercier. 
It was her birthday. She turned 20-something. I don't know. When they're that young, I can't keep track. 23? Happy 23rd birthday, Gabby. I know you're not listening, but... Definitely not listening. She's but probably that's, that's still exactly in bed. why uh, Adam was at the strip club that night. Yeah, he was celebrating. Mm-hmm. Partying hardy. Mm-hmm. I did have two bottles waiting for you guys, though. Oh, really? Well, you just think they were just magically there before you showed up? No, I didn't even uh, get. I showed up early. I ordered cocktails on my own, and oh, he you... paid to go in too. Well, no, no, no. Wow, what a loser! No, 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 no. I, <laughs> no, he did. He paid I, to go I had in. it all set up. No cover. <laughs> Nobody told me. No cover. I had two bottles of vodka, two VIP lounges set up. This is Abe here. Yeah. Even when I don't go, I hook it up. Well, see, the problem is I was, told, common sense. I was told at 4 o'clock we were going somewhere completely different. Where? And, what, Scarlet's? No, I was told we were going to Platinum. What the heck's This Platinum? was booked like three days before the party. Yeah, I had no idea. No, no, I was not even actually invited until There's, the, there's the key. See, he really wasn't invited. I wasn't. No, no, no. I said, she's they like. probably she's told like, him, yeah, we're going to Gold Platinum. Go down there. No, no. She said, <laughs> are you coming? I'm like, I was not actually given an actual invitation or a invited to to go anywhere i don't want to i won't go anywhere unless i'm actually invited wow that way you stay home a lot <laughs> pretty much pretty That's much right. yeah. so i stay home every day <laughs> yeah give away all right it's time, <laughs> it's time for an informative segment where we'll try to teach you something listeners <laughs> send in their cigar questions and we do our best to answer them in the most educated manner possible. That's really saying something for yes. educated in this room. Special K, a man full of useless information. If you're listening and want to call in with a question, please do. 877-960-9960. You remember, there are no such thing as stupid questions. We hang around Lady M. Mm-hmm. Just stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, there's no such thing as stupid questions, just Lady M. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that bad. Oh, really? I, I'm trying to back you up. I just said I wouldn't go that bad. You were thinking it. Never. Don't We've lie. met people that are worse than you. Yeah, I know we have. Yeah. We talked about it the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh. we have. Maybe we can mention on the air? Gabby. <laughs> I don't know. No. I don't know. No, I had to explain ba- basic math to her yesterday. Oh, you found that out? Yeah. She can't. No. Yeah. I was like, really? Math is not her thing. Not at no. all. I'm glad that she counts bottles of liquor in a whole inventory of a bar. That being said, <laughs> do we have any questions for Special K? Yeah, I do. Uh, uh. All right, Daniel from Long Island, New York. I received an Opus X football. It's a very nice gift from a friend. This is the first time I've actually seen one. Uh, one of these cigars up close, and boy, is it huge. <laughs> the girth on this thing is ridiculous. I, I, get How? <laughs> I get that all the time. How do I even go about smoking this? Or is this honestly a collectibles item that I should probably never smoke or never smoke in public? Well, What do I do with this? Well, to, to help answer that Daniel. question, Daniel, uh, it's really just a collector's showpiece item. It's something to put in your display wall-mounted humidor with a nice glass frame on it just to say, hey, I have this. I've been given this. This is something you'll probably never see ever again. I agree completely. Uh, so I don't smoke it. Like, but I it, is, it is smokable. It is smokable. It has and, been smoked. Well, but I've like with smoked. two hands. Yeah. Well, no, no. What, what, full on. No. 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 Really? Well, hold on. Wait, do that again. <laughs> like this. And how, how does it go? <laughs> you guys you're on camera. Like that. Boy, anybody who's watching right now is getting a show. But honestly, I had to I had to Google it and, and pull it up online. Well, we it, have one in the vintage it, room. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. How much do they sell for? Gabrielle Mercer. Anyways, uh, there's no really price on them. Mm-hmm. The only way you can get the football is through pretty much charity functions that Fuente holds. They don't really retail it. 
No. But they've gone in a charity anywhere from 500 to to $1,000. Wow. I mean, one of the guys from Half Wheel, um, I think Brooks got a hold of one one time, and he actually did smoke it and said, well, it was different, but I don't think I would ever do this again. Right. I mean, it couldn't be an easy cigar to smoke, but yeah. I've seen him smoke. But it's pretty cool. After you take the uh, band off, I mean, it has the whole, like... Stripes. Right? Stripes and... That's what they call a football. Yeah. yeah. It's got the laces. It, the laces. There you go. And yeah. you know what? FYI, the if stripes. you want to know... <laughs> catch that. The stripes. <laughs> I know how to throw a football. You put your fingers in the laces and then every other lace. I can throw one. No. Uh well, I kind of want to smoke one, so I'm going to get my hands on the one that's in the rare vintage room. <laughs> Go right ahead. And that's I'll a week's do, pay. No, yeah. no employee discount. <laughs> Next question. Next question. This is from Earl from Huntsville, Alabama. Allowing, all right, mistake number one, allowing your inexperienced wife to cut your cigar. Mistake number two, letting your inexperienced wife light your cigar. My wife Whitney asked me if she would cut and light my cigar for me. I thought it was a sweet gesture, so I said yes. Before I knew it, Winnie handed me my cigar basically cut in half. She went as far as cutting the cigar so much that I could not tell which end was which. Basically, I was holding a cylinder. Hmm. Is this still smokable, and does it make a difference which end I light at this point? You're shaking your head like this is... Brandy has done this? No. My just wife's kidding. a cigar kind of super. I know, she's a pro. She, I, say, she, I expect her to be a pro. She is a pro. Yeah. I mean, yes, you can. You're probably not going to enjoy it because you're probably going to get some filler that's going to fall out, and you know the the wrapper might start coming it's gonna loose. Unravel. It's going to unravel. It's basically you're going to spend more time fidgeting and screwing around with just trying to make sure the cigar won't fall apart then you're actually going to smoke it, so it's really just not even worth the hassle. At that point, our advice is just say, thank you very much, honey. Throw I love you. Throw a piece of weight and light another cigar. And light yeah. a new cigar. But and don't but don't attack her because that's no. not going to get you anywhere. Now you're going to have a bad cigar and a pissed off wife. What did I just say? I just said, thank you, honey. So thank you, honey. Me. I still love you. Yeah, she wants to debate a point. I, that we just, you know I mean? Unbelievable. Oh, I'm just reiterating uh, listen, don't it. Bring, don't just... bring your home life to the studio, all right? Stop it. You totally insinuated there something completely different from the story we were talking about. I'm just saying. Listen, if he's listening. He's not. Trust me. He, he is. He's, he's driving. His, he's eating his eggs and avocado right now. Go ahead. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> You're not that so funny. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so mad right now. <laughs> Nobody really cares. Next question. That's my two. I only had two questions Wait, today. That's all we got? Sorry. We yeah. That's all you got? I'm wow, sorry. What a weak segment. Well, no callers. And anyways, we got Tom Pearson from Cedar Spills, Commonwealth Cedar Spills. If you don't know where Cedar Spill is, stick around because you're going to find out. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm working it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. This is George Rico, Mr. Rico Suave from 305, and you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. (laughs) You got that right. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Dave. <laughs> 
We know what five cigars are going up for active crap today. It, you know what? Unprepped. No, it's not that I'm unprepped. I just wanted Adam. Oh. Two. He's so full of crap. No. I call crap. Where's the crap card? No. <laughs> Honestly, I I wanted Adam to come up with five new cigars out of his humidor. Oh, really? So Adam, did you happen to mention this to him before he was on yeah, the air? Yeah, I did. He just doesn't. He doesn't take things in. Are you going to cover for her? Or you got to throw her under the bus. Uh, we throw her under the bus a lot, so I'll just sit wow. here quietly. Adam, why don't you She's tell us what day. five cigars we're going to give away you five to time, crap today? You have time to figure it out. Oh, I can do that right now. All right, go I got ahead. a great one. We got a bunch of great new stuff that came in. Um... You know what? You're going to write this down so you can remember it later. I'm going to make uh, somebody <laughs> else gonna write make this me down. Go, no, he's going to make me go back to the show and I'm listen. Make you oh, go back this and guy always down. has a pen and a shirt, FYI, Since even I was on a 12. Sunday. Since I was 12. Like, if you're ever lonely and looking for a pen, find out. It's, it's called preparedness. This is preparedness. Thank sure. you. I'm all, I try to always be prepared as possible. No, so what are the five cigars you're giving away? We're going to give away one of the new El Centurion in the Toro Gordo size. Oh, those came in? Yeah. Got to try me some. Oh, absolutely. It's you know, it's a little darker than the original. It did look a little darker. It, it, it's a little darker, but it's still a very good cigar. If you haven't tried the new El Centurions from my father yet, those are very nice. Um, also, a Viaje Satori in the Karma. Have have one of those been sitting spir- around for very a spiritual cigar. Yeah, been sitting around for a very long time. A new Oliva V Maduro Milanio Torpedo. Nice. Just got in last week. Smoking very well. If you love the Milanios at all, this is just a little bit more full bodied, but still in the fantastic originality of the V's. That's three. And yeah, we're gonna throw in a Davidoff Clubhouse Toro. Whoa. Yeah. Heavy duty there. I'm, I'm feeling generous today. He's wow. Feeling, no, he's feeling confident. That's yeah. monstrous. I'm feeling confident. That's how confident I'm feeling. And uh, Alec Bradley, Nika, Puro Toro. There you go. That's a, that's a monster five-pack. Yeah. If you want to win that five-pack, write down this number, 877-960-9960. Later on the show, I'm you can have to work it. overtime to make sure I get more cigar <laughs> money to buy cigars now. You can, yeah, you, you've lost, what, twice maybe? Uh, you yeah. started the segment, so you've yeah. got a pretty good record going. Yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, he's all happy. Feeling confident. 877-960-9960. Get that number ready later on the show. We'll call in, challenge Adam K to a game of fact or crap, and you can take his five-pack of cigars. Also, John D. was supposed to be in the show today. Yeah. What happened? He just bailed out? Listen, I asked him last night. I said, John D., you coming? He said, yep. And then this morning at 6 o'clock, he texts me. He goes, Coop's on the show? I said, yep. But we were doing a double segment. And what did he say? He said, I'm not making it. Are you kidding me? But he's just too much of a prima donna. He can't share the spotlight prima with another donna. reviewer. Yeah. Another person that reviews cigars. I guess he, he took that to heart. He, was wow, he, got his, he, he, hurt his, he hurt his feelings. John, if it means anything, I put you in two different hours. <laughs> <laughs> you were in the first hour, which is more important. Oh. <laughs> uh. Not to say the second hour does not have. I just got a text from him says off the air. I don't know what that means. Are we off the air or is that a question? So, so can I curse? I don't know. It's just <laughs> off the air. <laughs> Anyways, uh, oh, so we got a special caller. Uh, we got my old friend Seamus, as I used to call him for years. Uh, Sean Denny, happy birthday to you, buddy. Seamus, Shawnee, turn up the hearing aid. Sean, hey. yeah, C- can you hear us? 
Is this Abe? This is Abe. Hey, hey, thank you for the birthday wishes. <laughs> you and Adam and Lady M, I appreciate it. And I also want to say uh, thank you uh, to your store manager, it's a quester for buying me one of my favorite Davidoff white label cigars yesterday. Oh, I <laughs> All you guys are second to none. I'll, I'll tell you very much. And I, I've been sitting here listening, and uh, Francis was here. We're, we're kind of chuckling. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you very much for the birthday wishes. And you are you are correct. I'm actually only 52 years of age. <laughs> <laughs> I said 52 inches. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you really find it off. But anyway... Uh, I I, uh, I feel like a forty nine year old, uh, still going strong and having a good time, you know. Well, many, many, but, many, many more years, my good friend. Yeah, and again, thank you guys for everything. And you guys have been great to us. You've been great to the American Legion, and you've been great to the Wounded Warriors. Uh, I I can't say enough about you. You guys, and again, second to none. Abe, uh, you are a good friend, and I always appreciate what you do for us. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your rest of your show. Thanks, Captain. Give that lovely wife of yours a big kiss and a hug for me. I will do that. Thank, Thank you. Thanks, Sean. Good man. Solid guy. Good man. Solid good guy. All right. You know, every week we like to invite uh, a special guest for what I consider my favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. Attention, please. The smoking light has been turned on. This week, we have a very interesting guest, a uh, gentleman who approached us about, what, a year or two ago, at least? Two years. Two years. It's been yeah. two years, man. It flies. Two years. I uh, wanted to take uh, part in our great smoke and introduce something called the Cedar Spill. When he approached me, I had no clue what he was talking about or what a spill was. So uh, we thought it'd be an interesting guy to have on the show this week and maybe explain to everybody else out there about what a Cedar Spill is. So we have Tom Pearson from Commonwealth Cedar Spills. Tom, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Uh, welcome, welcome, uh, and thank you, uh, Abe, Adam, and uh, lovely Lady M. Good morning. You recover from Vegas yet, Tom? Yeah, it, it seems like only days ago I was I was looking across the, uh, what was it, the penthouse floor at the Palms, and I see Abe on the banister with the smoke in hand having a great conversation and, you know, just and enjoying the view. And, yeah, this, uh, and, the, and the major we, sweat dribbling down in the 110-degree weather? Oh, yeah, nothing, 98 degrees, humidity and temperature. Yeah, but it was, it, was still, it was still a lot of fun. It was one of the best views I've seen in Vegas. Oh, tr- it truly is, because you're for anybody that maybe hasn't been to Vegas, where the Palms is, it's off the main strip. It's kind of over to the side. So when you're up that high, I don't know, we're 50, 60 stories or whatever up. 69, I believe. Yeah, you you just got this great view of the Strip and further down, you can see downtown and Green Valley. And it's a completely open roof. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, and that's a little odd, too. It, it's it's so open up there. Yeah. You know, I think it was the uh, Alec, really? was it, Alec Bradley, yeah. uh, one of the Alec Bradley parties that week. And it's, it's just a beautiful view. And anybody gets a chance to, to go up on top, I guess, any building like I guess they did that in that Hangover movie. Yeah, go up there. Don't get locked out. But yeah. And don't view. throw a mattress off the roof. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, do uh, I've been on top of the House of Blues over Mandalay Bay, whatever, but I, I still think that view off the Palms was... I mean, it was the Maloof Suite, one of the Maloof Suites. Oh, really? The Housewives, yeah. Maloof? 
Well, they own. Well, they used they, to own the palms. palms. I think now they own less than five percent of the palms, but and and five yeah. percent of the kings. Yeah, but um, it, I mean, in January that would have rocked, or maybe March. You know, yeah. <laughs> July it was a little brutal. Then they had an outdoor pool party afterward. By that time, I was baked. Did they have um, those when we went up to New York City? Where do um, the top of Rockefeller? No plexiglass. No plexiglass open, at all. Open. Really? There's a little rail. Then there's a little walkway and another rail. I mean, you could easily just top right over if you like. If you yeah. wanted to jump. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're in compliance with whatever safety standards you have in Vegas, and people were well-behaved, but it's just very wide open, which is neat, but at the same time. But, I mean, you could easily jump off if you want. Oh, sure. Yeah, easily. Yeah, you could bungee jump off it or... Yeah. yeah, I mean, we were talking. We were just in, in top of the uh, Rockefeller Center in yeah. New York uh, about a month ago, and you know, it's all plexi. You can, I mean, unless you can squeeze through an inch gap between two panes, you know, me and Brandon might, the Mick might be able to. See <laughs> there, but no one is getting off <laughs> the Duncan top of that. <laughs> yeah, no one's, no one's getting off the top of that building. Yeah. But a great time, and I'm, I know, I, I know, Abe. I saw you running around the floor, uh, busy as ever. You know, running is running is an exaggeration, there, Tom. <laughs> I don't well, think I, I don't think I've ran in the last five years. Right. You're moving across the floor. There you go. There's, there's a shuffle. Many other retailers, and there's and I don't know about you. There is so much good tobacco out there, and there's you know, and occasionally there's some really great cigars. But there's so much good stuff out there. It's 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 remarkable. As a retailer, I find it somewhat annoying. Yeah. You know, just it's just a never endless flow of new brands and cigars, and you well, know, it, it, our our job as a retailer really is ten times harder than it was. Over a decade ago, uh. you know, unless you're a master of moving product, getting rid of stuff that's stale, whatever, keeping up with the trend, it's, it's hard to stay current. In, well, in you alive. know, it's one of the best cigars I lit recently with a cedar spill. Do tell me, and I'm not just saying it because I'm on the show. Well, but the, 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 the room cool. 101, big delicious smoke. Uh. <laughs> it is. I mean, it truly is, and I'm not just saying it. It is really phenomenal. When I, um, I think like everybody out there, you've got your maybe your regular rotation of cigars, and you're looking for an occasion something new to try. And I saw it coming out, and I love, you know, I thought, you know, Matt Booth is a brilliant, crazy nut. Love that um, guy. Of a guy. I know you're a dedicated guy with both your, you know, the, the customers, the retailers, the smokes you carry. I'm like, all right, this will be interesting. And I got a five-pack. I think I have two left now. And it just has a, a richness and this a little pepperiness to it. It's, it's, it is really well done. I mean, it's really well done. Sir. Thank you, Tom. I'm pretty proud of that one, you know, and I hate to keep repeating myself, but I find it to be very big. And delicious. <laughs> Perfect. And yeah, and again, with lighting with a cedar spill, I think really brings out all the, all the flavor. Cedar spill. Now, I, I have to tell you, you yeah, great segue, because when I first heard this word, is this a word you created, or was no. cedar spill an actual thing that existed? And if it did, where was it and what was it? Yeah, okay. So um, so, so let's, first, let's talk about the word and then the kind of the product now it came about. So the word cedar spill actually comes from the word split. Like you uh, have a like a banana split, or you split a piece of wood. Oh. It's I believe Austro. I'm not an ethno linguist, but um, I believe it's Austria Germany came back um. from way back in the day when someone would split a piece of wood or peel a piece of wood off of a larger piece and move the fire from point A to point B, maybe from the fireplace to the stove, or from the stove to a candle, or from the candle. You get the idea. Yes. So. That's the word split, and it kind of became the word spill. I'm imagining as commerce, and when we're thinking commerce back in that day, it's boats and large boats crossing the ocean. As boats were going down into the Caribbean, where a lot of fine tobacco was grown and cigars were rolled and made, um, somebody eventually grabbed a piece of wood, and it just became spill. 
So split of wood became spill of wood. Okay, so that's kind of where it comes from. Now, why is it necessarily used for cigars? All right, well, um, a Commonwealth cedar spill is it's about a foot long, not quite, but almost a foot long piece of Spanish cedar, um, AAA grade Spanish cedar, which is the best stuff. And for those who don't know, Spanish cedar is actually mahogany. It's not red cedar. It's not the stuff we throw in our gerbil and hamster cages that smell very pungent, very strong. But it's Spanish cedar. These trees are grown generally in the same area where you can grow some really fine tobacco. We kind of think of lower Mexico, Central America, all the way down to uh, perhaps mid-South America. So those are where the trees are grown. And back in the day when um, cigar makers and farmers were, you know, growing tobacco and starting to house it and then roll it into smokes, somebody saw this mahogany, started using it for storage, and noticed that it had some really neat properties that worked well with cigars, both for storage and then, of course, for lighting. Um, any of us who've walked into a, a walk-in humidor, you, you've got a distinctive smell. And this, and before you put cigars in, so let me premise that you walk in there, there's a very distinctive smell. And when you put uh, more tobacco and cigars in there, it kind of seasons it up. But the nice part about Spanish cedar is it has very low oil, water, and resin content in it, which is ideal because, you, again, you don't want the wood. You might be around tobacco or around cigars to contaminate or change it at all. So it's neat in that regard, low oil, low resin. And it actually pushes water just a little bit, just enough that it, you know, it doesn't soak it all in because you wouldn't want that because then it would expand and crack and be horrible. So it pushes back just a bit. So it's ideal in a humidor where you've got a very um, a, a good amount of moisture in there but nothing too much that's going to actually soak into the wood. And then, again, back in the day, somebody started to wrap cigars with this for those very reasons, or maybe use them to separate layers of cigars that were shipped in boxes. And somebody just got the brilliant idea of taking a piece off, and they must have said, hey, let's you know, take a spill of that wood and light it. And that's how we have a cedar spill. It is the most traditional way to light a cigar that we've, we've ever had. Um, but, and, and long before we invented matches and lighters and things of convenience for today, um, using a, a cedar spill, you would take that strip, that spill of wood, put it into a candle, into the stove, into whatever to start the flame, light your cigar at the foot, you know, take your time, toast it, do it right, and as we like to say, roast and toast your cigar, don't torch it and scorch it. <laughs> Very good, well said. If you're just joining us on Steve here on Kiss My Ash Radio, with Tom Pearson from Commonwealth Cedar Spills telling us about his uh, interesting creation, an innovative way of uh, lighting your cigar and maintaining its integrity. Um, now, so the original spills technically weren't cedar. You just chose cedar because that's the best for our industry in the cigar business. The original yeah, spills could have been any yeah. any piece of wood in general, correct? Yeah, it could. It, it really could have been. I mean, but it, it really could have been any kind of wood that was around there at the time. But the Spanish cedar mahogany it is really ideal because it has such a low amount of oil, water, and resin. And again, this is Spanish cedar, not the red cedar, not the things we build outdoor entertainment furniture or you put in the hamster cage. When you light this wood, Spanish cedar, um, it smells a little nice, but not too much at all, because when you put that flame, and this is a soft flame, it's maybe 1,200 degrees Fahrenheit at the foot of your cigar, as it's, as it's burning slowly, it's not imparting anything from the wood into the cigar at the foot, so as you're puffing and toasting and lighting it, you're not changing the flavor of the cigar, and that's one of the arguments I kind of make with folks, is when they take these torch lighters that should probably be used in a dessert kitchen for creme brulee. They're making, <laughs> My wife does that, by the way. Yeah, they're making charcoal. 
my preference is always to use a cedar spill first to light a cigar and maybe use it for touch-up, and then maybe a matchstick, a nice piece of wood, and then my lighter, you know, if, if all conditions could be. But it could have been any wood, but I, I think, again, the, the tradition going back was Spanish cedar because it was so plentiful around the areas where tobacco was grown. And it was, well, it was in the, it w- and that's what inspired me to make this at a time, and there are a few cigar makers like Padron and a few others, they still do put those wooden sheets inside their cigar boxes. Sure. You, know, you might buy one at a retailer. Sure, sure. But um, my experience, it was about five years ago. I, I was reading up on this, getting into cigars. I read about, you know, cedar spills just a little bit. You don't hear a lot of mention of them. And I was like, this sounds like a neat idea. I'm going to go buy some. So let me ask you a question. Did cedar spills exist in this industry before you? Um, not As a commercially available product in the United States, I can tell you no, they did not. Okay, so no one out there was selling specific pieces of it. I mean, I, I've been in a million cigar shops where the guys have taken those inserts of the wood boxes and yep. cut them up and put them in a little glass jar so guys can sit in front and grab a piece of land. But I've never seen until your company anybody commercially make a piece for sale. Yeah, and after yeah after we got our patents all set in and up, um, I can tell you because that's you know part of the whole research and and the legal protection of any, you know, bringing a new product to market. Yeah, no one was making them commercially. That's what everybody did. They, they break off the inserts that's in the box, but those inserts are becoming fewer and fewer because it's, it's a little more cost for the uh, cigar maker. It's a little more in the production line. They have to insert it. And my experience was I lit one of those pieces. I broke off. It did light eventually. It's a, it's a bit thicker than the wood I use. And my problem with it was it wasn't that it, you know, ruined my cigar or changed it. It's, it took a little longer to light, and then at the end, when I'm done with my cigar, I go to make the mistake. I blow on it to put it out, or I shake it in my and hand. It's flaming all over the place. Put, yeah, yeah. There's flame over, and worse, there's charcoal, and it fell on my my a bit on my suit, mostly on my shirt. And I just thought, you know, if I'm in a club or a lounge or anywhere getting some table service, I want a I want a cedar spill that just goes to ash and ember, and that's what we've engineered here. And and the fact that we can put you know foreign languages and names and logos on it, I thought it would make it commercially viable. Yeah, you have a very you have a very interesting shape, which I want to kind of talk about. I mean, yeah. the, the one end is like a little tab where you can actually customize it, and you sent yep. me some with my company's logos on them, and thank you very much. Uh, mm-hmm. The guys love using them in the shop. And there's a little like groove almost where you put your finger. You'd say you'd rest it on there to hold it. But you have this very like elongated like kind of hockey stick kind of look to a very pointed end. Where and how did the design for that shape come about? And you know, I'm sure there's some purpose to it, and it just wasn't. I mean, it, it's an odd shape, so I mean, I'm sure there's some reasoning for that shape. Yeah, I, part of it was just you know, in the design, the functionality. I've got a, a bit of a design background in, in you know in, in my background and what I've done before getting into this. And I was looking around and reading the descriptions, and they're like, okay, it's got to be rectangular, square. So this is a very Long rectangle. Let's just say it's a foot long, but it's not quite. And it's tapered, as you as you're saying. There's a handle, a square end on one side, which is great for you to hold it and put your finger down there. And then, of course, we can put logos on there. And then at the other end, where you light it, it's it's more round in a circle, and it actually has a little flame icon on it, if you will. And it's a funny thing. We actually had to put the flame icon down there. So you knew which side to light. People, we would have people hold it in the middle and light it <laughs> near the middle. And we're located in Louisville, Kentucky, and maybe I should have done my testing outside of the boundaries of my state. But I looked at that, and I was like, wow. So, so it's, got a circular, it's got a little circle on the end where you light it, and that's a little larger surface area so that if you're putting it in a candle or you're, someone's uh, got their torch lighter out and they're lighting it for you, a little larger surface area, 
and then it tapers up and gets slightly larger as it goes down the stick toward the handle. That way the flame grows because you want to put your cigar right in there, turn it, and maybe even start to puff on it. And then, again, it, 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 because it's tapered up and you're puffing, that flame really grows up and it really gets larger. And that's the nice part about using this material as a flame source. It burns nice and evenly. evenly. You maybe get 20 to 30 seconds of burn time. You hold it at a slight down angle, and it's a softer flame. It's, if I'm remembering correctly, it's about 1,200, 11 to 1,200 degrees Celsius. I think that's like, I forget what that is in Fahrenheit. But it's a softer flame, and that's really what it's about. Don't turn that foot, that first bit of your cigar to charcoal. And, of course, you know, it's, it's you know, as, as your advertising claims, you're really smoking the cigar then. You're not adding either charcoal or fuel flavor or any other outside yeah, no contaminants. Contaminants to your yeah. cigar. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I mean, for uh, just to use, again, the, the Room 101 Big Delicious as, a, as an example, I want to taste the cigar as the artisan cigar maker intended. I don't want anything to interfere or change that process. And when I use, and the worst one is the blowtorch lighter, transfer the heat. Keep it half an inch, maybe even an inch or more away from your cigar, and take your time to light it. I want to taste what Abe and what Matt put together in doing different blends and getting these things tried and true before they brought them to market without anything interfering it and distracting it. When people tell me, and I read some reviews, you know, this, wow, it really changed from the very foot to about the halfway point in the cigar. I always wonder about that because it really shouldn't change. It should evolve. It should develop. And maybe it's subjective there. But I think if you just use a softer flame in the beginning, you're really allowing the oil, the water um, in the tobacco to come up to temperature because we want when we're smoking a cigar, our cigars are smoldering the entire time. They're not on fire. They're smoldering slowly. So we want to use a softer flame. And that being said, the spill design, it works really well. You know, it's, it's not meant for use on a golf course. It's not meant for use while you're driving in a car. <laughs> Do not put an open flame in your inside your vehicle while you're driving down the road having to smoke. Just not a good idea. It seems like you're speaking from experience there, Tom. <laughs> yeah, well, it, we kind of did some burn. And, again, this is burn testing, folks, with cigars and wood and nothing else. But we did some burn testing, and then we had one of our testers. He just thought it would be neat, and he put a little camera inside his car drove down the road and started using it and of course he got it to light and then it just went up like a piece of flash paper <laughs> so i'm like all right put the youtube video up telling people what not to do with these oh and the other classic one is uh, when you're you know so it's when you're it, it really is designed for when you're taking that time out and you're in a lounge or you're in a club or you're at home and you're you're going to take your time to light it right um when you do light that circular tip where you, where you start on a cedar spill you want to hold it at a slight down angle do not point it straight down do not light the spill, and I've seen this at a couple lounges where we had some spill events, and those are kind of like cigar events where we light stuff. Don't hold it straight down and then start to talk to somebody else and forget it's in your hand. Because it will, it will flame you. up, and you will have no you know, hair on your hand at the, at the end of that. I can see that happen. Well, yeah. uh, I want to give out a special uh, congratulations to Richard Hilliard from Lake City, Florida. <laughs> Heard our social media word, roast, today. We're going to send you a five-pack of Hex cigars, some Sindicato cigars, and I'm going to throw in, actually, a pack of Cedar Spills. That way you could light up those Hex cigars where they're supposed to be smoked. And uh, more with Tom Pearson from Commonwealth Cedar Spills after this. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. It's already July 20th. I've got to get these five pounds off before August. Wow, summer is like halfway over. Maybe if I skip lunch for two weeks... 
Yeah, right. Then I'll eat everything in the house for dinner. Duncan will come in and I'll be on my hands and knees with my face in the refrigerator, power gorging everything within reach. It's not like I need to pay anyone to exercise me. I'm completely capable of doing my own workouts, just sometimes I get extra lazy. Ugh, and I really love beer and donuts, like more than the $200 bikini I just bought in June. Hmm, thinking about dieting is making me hungry. Maybe just one Reese cup, like the double cup. That's technically considered one, right? I'll just skip the dressing on my salad tonight. Aha, take that diet. It's like the old eat now, skip later technique. Except I'll never skip later. Oh, hey, girl, hey. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. This is Pete Hernandez with the Hernandez Brothers. Listening to Kiss My Ash Radio is better than eating a meatball sub. Well, almost. Welcome into Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Whether you're new to cigars or been smoking for years, Kiss My Ash is here to entertain, inform, and more importantly, smoke. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's your host, Honesty. I like to smoke them like some Winston like John I don't even think she knows the words. I don't even think she knows who Red Arbuck is. She, no, that's a definite. Um, no, you don't. Let Red Otterbox? Yeah, yeah, Red Otterbox. He was an Autobox in the Decepticons. <laughs> Red Otterbox. You know, he's the little guy that drove around. He turned into the motorcycle. Yeah. Ooh. That was Red Otterbox. Oh, never a boring moment with Lady M. So are you an Autobox or a Decepticon fan? I'm a Decepticon or a Megatron. You like your Megatron? I don't know. It's a little Wayne. Does, uh, does it use like verse. double D's, double D batteries, or C no? Batteries? I think it's like the C's. I actually, <laughs> it's like that little flat one. Serious <laughs> <laughs> conversation here. Anyways, this is a great time to change the channel. It's like the C twenty four zero whatever. Too much information. <laughs> Welcome back, all loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. You're listening to hour two. Of Kiss My Ash, episode number 91. Almost at 100. 91. you got to plan something big for 100. Oh, my God. Really? We did do. No, I'm, I'm thinking things. I'm thinking things through. Like, I when Adam, like, I have something planned for you. For 100? Yep. For the 100th episode for Adam. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not wearing a dress. <laughs> <laughs> but you do own one. No, I do not. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying I've never worn a dress in public before, but I'm not wearing one for the show. That's all I'm going on record as saying. Once again, a little too much information. Hey, it was a good bet, and it was a good prank. <laughs> I'm your host, Honest Abe, <laughs> along with Lady That's M. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you listen to Kiss My Ash Radio, broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, of course, we have our Meet Your Maker segment. Today we have Tom Pearson from Commonwealth Cedar Spills before the break. Tom, welcome again to Kiss My Ash Radio. Wow, 
Thanks for having me, guys. I listen to you guys, and I just, it just reminds me that tough love is a form of love. Oh. It, it really is, Tom. You're a- right. Anywhere in my organization, that's all that exists, tough love. Tough love. That's the only thing. That's you, what we say, anyway. You that's must, what we're raised on. You must leave your thin skin at the door. Anybody who cries, there's no crying. Minus me. Yeah. Like, I'm the only exception because that's because I cry on command. It's there's fine. no crying in retail. Oh, you know what? I got a great video of Lady I'm Crying. We got, <laughs> we got to post it up on YouTube this week. Yeah, you do. It's hilarious. Just busting out, breaking down in the back office for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, you were being really mean. You, you pick, were nitpicking. You pick, <laughs> it was hilarious. So, it's Tom, before the break, we were talking about your Cedar Spills. Mm-hmm. Um, a very innovative way to light your cigars, uh, very traditional way, a clean way. Uh, I was curious, um, what is the, they compact and what's, how they compact? What's the count? What's the MSRP on their cedar spills? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, again, if folks go down and, and walk into any, one of your shops, we have a, a retail box product, uh, retails for $30 and you get 50 to 60 plus spills, and I have to say it that way because when we're in production runs, I'm a big quality control freak, and you know if there's a crack in one or something doesn't look right, I put one out of there and I go back and I you know get another one in there. But it's fifty to sixty, so I think maybe that breaks down to maybe twenty, twenty twenty five cents you know per spill. But um, when I counter that with you know if you've got a let's just say you got a seven inch seven dollar cigar and you scorch the hell heck out of it with a one of those big bad uh, torch lighters, you just threw away 25 to 50 cents by putting all that carbon and char into your smoke. You know, you can use a cedar spill. It's just much softer. And, and, and I think, Ave, you mentioned it before. All my retailers, I give you free ones. I give you some to put up front that sure. guys can have in the shop so they can try them. Because, as you said, this is really a new thing that's from an old tradition. And anybody's going to be reluctant to try it because it's different. Um, but yeah, I've been to your shops and I see guys using them, and they and they get, once you use it, you get it because you start to taste your cigar. You just taste more of it sooner, and it works. I mean, it, it just kind of works that way. But yeah, thirty dollars um, for our box product there. And the nice thing, and and a by you know, I'm so grateful. For I'm, you sorry, as Tom, a, as a I, I, to, I'm sorry, Tom. Retailer, I'm sorry, Tom, but I got Lady M putting her Sasquatch feet on the table. I'm just curious as to why. We have to look at these Sasquatch feet in the morning. That have not been washed, by the way. No. Why are you putting them on the table? You're totally distracting me from Tom's information here. Tom is giving us fantastic Tom, information. Tom, I really apologize. just trying to give my watchers what they asked for. They wanted to see Sasquatch. So you got a big member in you know, the foot fetish community. That's cool. Apparently. Yes. She has Amazonian feet. They're a size nine. Oh, They're not man. that big. They look like my feet. They're just fat. They're a lot of girth. It's <laughs> just wrong. I'm right. sorry for the interruption, Tom. No, 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 sorry, not at all. Tom. It just it's throwing me off. Just laying it right on the table. Maybe one day I'll be a foot guy as well. I don't know. Never. I don't be. It's disgusting. <laughs> After you meet me. Well, I'm going to tell, tell you something, Tom. You know, obviously you know there's a portion of our consumer industry, you know, part of the industry here that really are into their accoutrements. Mm-hmm. You know, they like to lay out their cutters, whether it's the... Uh, you know, V-cutter, a straight cutter, their punch, and their special lighter, and their special ashtray. And they love the whole process of lighting and smoking the cigar. Whatever. And i, I got to tell you what, the cedar spill thing falls right into that. No, I mean, that's, that's you break cool. out a cedar spill in front of somebody and start lighting your cigar, it, it, it's a, you know. Pinky up moment. Yeah, it's a pinky up moment, as Adam says. <laughs> Adam <laughs> yeah. wants to No, it is. It's the one cigar accessory you don't have. So walk into a shop, buy a box, 
And one of the nice things we have is, you know, on the box, it says handcrafted for customers of the smoke-in. But let's say you buy it for one for yourself, and then you're like, wow, I'm going to buy one for Father's Day for Dad. Well, we have a top swap program. And, Abe, I've had a number of you guys who have used our top swap program where they buy the gift for Dad. They come to my website, say, I bought the box down at the smoke-in, and we actually will create a new box top for them with Dad's name. So the idea is Dad can take the, the, the original box top, put it with his cigars in on his humidor and know, hey, I'm going back to the smoke and that's where my kid bought my stuff. I'm going to go there if I wasn't already. And yet he can have a brand new lid with Dad's name on it that's customized and personal for him. So, you know, it's, it's a great deal. Again, a $30 retail price for 50 to 60 spills. That's a lot of smokes. That's really cool. No, that is that very cool. And, and, and Tom, what, what exactly did you do before you got into the cedar spill business? I uh, worked for software. I was what was known as a software evangelist. Uh, I had the uh, distinct pleasure for working for one of the greatest software companies in North America and the world called Macromedia for, I think mm-hmm. it was eight, eight or nine years before Adobe Corporation, who I will call the second greatest uh, software company. Uh, you know, everybody, Adobe Photoshop, Acrobat. Um, but as an evangelist, traveled the world uh, expounding the virtues of software and helping people kind of build better things, whether it was for the web or for video or print or what have you, and um, specialized on e-learning. And, you know, learned a lot there, had a lot of fun with it. But it's like anything in life, you don't know where the path is going to go. Enjoy the journey. And somebody somewhere, I think, handed me a Padron 64 at some point about six years ago when I got back into cigars. And, again, just trying to buy a Cedar Spill, I was like, oh. You know, the best response where I'd ask people, they're like, what do you mean, buy them you just break the wood up you don't buy these things <laughs> my aha moment now 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 is that is this your full-time occupation now producing the cedar spills or are you still doing software work no I, this pretty much i decided that because you know, I'm, I'm fortunate my wife uh, is fully employed uh and doing very well as, as an executive type there in the uh food piece. she works for a big pizza company i don't know if i can name it but anyways uh, she's doing very well for Only if you send pies. Yeah, as long as she sends some pies, you can name it. No worries. Oh, well, okay, cool. Uh, Papa John's. I love their pizza. It's great pizza. There's other pizza in the world. He, he is the best garlic dipping sauce one of, ever. One of my first college jobs, Papa John, Bloomington, Indiana. No he, he is in Louisville, so obviously that does make sense. In fact, sense when I worked Papa John's, this is like back before they were even national, man. I never heard of it until I went to college. Yeah. They actually used to make us throw the dough up. Wow. Yeah, we had to throw a pie. That's what, yeah. So, and, but, yeah, so she's doing really well there. And, um, you know, I, we've, we have no kids, and we've saved our money. We're, you know, pretty responsible folks, as it were. And I said, you know, if I'm going to give this a try, I, gotta, I really have to go full tilt into it. And I think it was back in 2012, I stumbled across – I actually, I think I stumbled across the Great Smoke because I was starting to think about what events do I need to go to and what, what's out there nationally, or at least in big regional ways. And Great Smoke is – I didn't go last year. I did send some of the product samples down. Um, but I did go in 12, and I researched and looked, and and I'm sure it's still the same. No one had a bad thing to say about the Great Smoke. Other events, people might bitch and moan about, well, they didn't have bathrooms or water. You know, they, all the things that have nothing to do with the cigars and the smoking experience. But the Great Smoke had no bad comments, and I think I just reached out and said, hey, here's what I'm doing. I'm not sure if I got a uh, hold of Abe right away, but you... You saw what I was trying I'm sure, to do. I'm sure you had to go through a couple layers first. <laughs> it's usually yeah, yeah, a little protective. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, I just, did, no one had anything bad to say, but I'm like, I want to try to be a part of this, and you were more than gracious uh, to have me uh, come down as, I'm an exhibitor, yeah, but I'm the least 
known exhibitor, and I'm not a cigar guy. I don't give away free cigars, although I do try to come out, and, and, and you have to forgive me, Abe, I do need to come down to your shops more and do a spill contest. Unlike a, a cigar maker that shows up and gives out lots of cigars, I show up and we give out lots of spills, and we get people to light their cigars using spills, give them a ticket, uh, you know, it's a little raffle ticket, and then I give them maybe a box or two. You know, we pick, you know, 30 guys participate, we and gals, and, and we pick out three tickets, and the first two folks get a box of cedar spills. And then I thought, how can I really make this valuable? The grand prize winner not only gets a box of cedar spills, but I walk him into your humidor, and we buy any two single cigars he wants, which nice. I think is really what a cigar smoker, you know, wants, and I'm just hoping you're not... Well, you probably do carry, like, Opus, Opus. Yeah, uh, we have the football. You, you better yeah. stay out of it. You better, <laughs> you better not include the vintage room in that. You get hurt Disclaimer, bad. no vintage room yeah. purchases. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I like that idea, and, you know, having spill contests, and you were just so gracious and kind because you were like, really, what is this thing? Yeah, I think there might be something to it. Um, so, you know, oh, yeah, I, I couldn't I could, couldn't understand what you were. And you didn't give me a website that wasn't up yet at the time. I'm like, okay, so I still don't yeah. understand what this is. Yeah. But you sent us a couple, and we put them in the bags. Everybody who attended the Great Smoke got two or three in a little tube to take home and try. You know. mm-hmm. And let me ask you something. Now, it's been two years now. How have you found the country embracing them? Is, has you seen uh, – is the, is the consumption going in the direction that you'd hoped for? Is it better than you expected? Yeah, it's, it's growing slow and steady. I, I believe I'm in 16 – here in the U.S., I'm in 16 states. 20, somewhere between 20 and 30 retail cigar stores, a few luxury item stores, you know, for that, that one accessory, that one man thing or whatever you don't have, um, which has been great. Um, various cigar lounges. Um, all the reviewers, I think you're going to have a cigar coupon later if he wasn't on before. Uh, guys like him and, and uh, in the, in the uh, Internet and the blogosphere, as well as uh, reviewers, have, you know, given nothing but positive reviews. Um, so I've been very fortunate that way, and it's just been slow and steady. I I don't know if you remember from the penthouse up that night, the gentleman who was with me, Grant, he is actually from New Zealand, oh. and he is, I get inquiries no, from... No, yeah, he was going to be uh, distributed overseas. Yeah, 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 yeah I do so, remember him. Yeah, so he's going he's selling my wares and representing me throughout. He's selling them in Australia and New Zealand, and uh, he's going to handle all my retail inquiries I get from Asia, so I just kind of don't have to deal with it he's more familiar with the paperwork and and you want to hear a crazy thing abe you're a retailer how bad the smoking taxes and laws in new zealand are he brought in not quite two thousand dollars worth of somebody smokes he has to pay and this is new zealand's health and whatever committee he has to pay fourteen thousand dollars in taxes up front on that two thousand dollar purchase what it's insane that's how bad and draconian the tax laws are there and people are just used to paying obscenely high tobacco for single sticks. So he's making a go of it because he's in over in Australia, and, you know, he's he's the only one crazy enough to do it, and he is eking out a living. He also runs an IT company. But, wow. I mean, I think we had it bad here, and we pushed back against well, the FDA and others. But, yeah, wow. grass always looks greener on the other side. Yeah. But, well, yeah. listen, Tom, if anybody out there is listening and want to find out where they could purchase your cedar spills, do you have a retailer locator on your website? Um, we are actually getting one. We are getting one up there. They can go to cedarspills.com and learn a little more about them or shop.cedarspills to buy them. I prefer it if you just walk into the smoke-in, get a really great cigar, walk over and, and buy one. You know, I support retailers and buy local, but, yeah, you can check out cedarspills.com. We are going to put our – we do have to put a retailer locator up there now that, now that we're in, in plenty of locations. Sure, and, and we also have them on our website if anybody's yeah. not near a retailer as well. Yeah. So, um 
Great. Well, Tom, Tom, Tom Pearson from Commonwealth Cedar Spills, check out his site. If you've never tried a Cedar Spill, it's worth the experience. Tom, thanks, guys. Thanks for taking the time to come on the show, my friend. Thank you all. Take care, Tom. Appreciate it. Alrighty. Bye. Good. Well, don't go worry anywhere, folks. Up ahead, we're giving away uh, fifty dollars courtesy of Monte Cristo Cigars and Cigar Coop from the Bloggers Corner. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. This is so hot. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. This is Nelson Ruiz with Moya Ruiz Cigars. You're listening to me and the Ming, two of the biggest guys in the cigar business. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team in. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. I didn't keep you real from the jump. Living at my mama house, we'd argue every month. I was, I was trying to get it on my own. Working all night, traffic on the way home. And my uncle calling me like, where you at? Where you at? I gave you the keys, so you bring it right back. I just I just think it's funny how it goes. Now I'm on a roll. Her attempts at singing are so interesting. Winner, big congratulations right before the break. Colin played the Zycar clip sound. So Mark Big Pappy Williams. From Ovid, New York City. New York, actually. Uh, Big Pappy, you have won the Zycar package. Thank you for listening, my brother. We hope you uh, put those tools to good use. And I believe now, uh, you know, John D., you know, we're off the air. I just want to make sure people hear this because, you know, he sent me a text. We're off there. He didn't hear us ripping on him. Oh, he, he didn't? Spo- no, didn't he was supposed that? to be on the show today for the showdown. Listen, I texted him. Canceled last minute. I texted him last night. He said that he was coming this and he, morning and at he 6 canceled last minute. Why? Um, I think he was intimidated and felt a little... The prima donna did not want to share... The prima donna did not want to share airtime with another blogger. Yeah. What a he, prima donna. You know, didn't you tell him that you had him in another separate hour? You know, that's and that's what I did at the end of the day. I separated the you by so the hour. You got to remember when John D's on, nobody else. Nobody can else. Yeah. We just won't just even John have, D. Let's not even have a meet your we'll maker. Have let's coffee. just we'll have bourbon here waiting for him. John D. We'll have you sit in his chair at least thirty minutes before he gets here, so it's yeah. warm and toasty Ooh, by the time I'll he gets here. Little prima donna. I know prima you're, donna. I know you're listening. All right, we got to give away fifty bucks. It's it's that time. Uh, you know your segments, you, know, you want to handle this, you're going to be handled for you. You're going to be all right? Yeah, I can do it. Go ahead. Run with it. We, uh, every every week, we give away $50 courtesy of Monte Cristo Cigars. And this week, we're going to do theme song trivia. I have three theme songs, and uh, we're going to go ahead and play them. Call in, one 960 If you think you can name these three theme songs, call us. Oh. Number one. Uno. (laughs) 
<laughs> Is there a theme behind uh, all three I was about to ask songs? the exact same thing. Number two? There is a theme behind all three theme songs. All right. If you know those three <laughs> songs in a row, give us a call at 877-960-9960, and you will win $50 courtesy of Monte Cristo Cigars. And time for Cigar News. <laughs> July 20th, 2013. J.C. Newman introduces the Diamond Crown Black Diamond. After nearly a year of strategic planning, Diamond Crown Black Diamond was released to the public at the IPCPR. For years, the Diamond Crown Maduro has lurked in the shadows of its classic Connecticut shade counterpart. Disregarded as a simple line extension, the new Maduro size is slowly entered into the marketplace with little noise or promotion, but this exceptional broadleaf cigar deserves its turn in the spotlight. Like its classic counterpart, the Diamond Crown Black Diamond's exceptional taste comes from the five-year-old Connecticut wrapper. Starting only with the finest Connecticut broadleaf, the wrapper tobacco is then conditioned and graded to develop an even flavor that is fully developed by the time it makes it to your local walk-in humidor. Illusion adds to Crusado and Epernay. Crusado's still around? Yep. Wow. And now, also announced Singulari 2013. Brand owner Dion Giolito has announced line extensions to both Cruzado and Epernay, as well as a small batch of his popular MK Ultra, in addition to specs on the 2013 installment of his popular Epernay line. Cruzado Morelos is the seventh Matola for the Criollo 98 blend and will be once again be wrapped in gold. The cigar measures 6.5 by 52 with a bullet cap and gold foil running from top the cigar to the midpoint, similar to the old Cuban Boulevard gold medal. Epernay will be receiving its final Vitola, Le Voyage, nine and a quarter by 49 Grand Corona. That is one long cigar. Big boy. More commonly referred to as an A-size, pricing will be $25 for the cigar, easily one of the most expensive single cigars in the company has ever released. Illusion's annual limited edition, the Singulari 2013, the Rose Croix, will only be 900 boxes of 15, which means this release is smaller than the original 1,500 boxes for the 2011 and 12, respectively. Pricing is twelve eighty-five per cigar, and the 2013 Singulari will only be available for pre-order, with Gelito shipping the cigars in November. Finally, 400 boxes of MK Ultra will be made available for sale with an MSRP of eight seventy-five per cigar. Gurkha purchases Martin Family of Cigars. In late June, it was reported that Martin Family of Cigars has ceased operations and rumors swirled that Maria Martin had taken a job with Gurkha. According to formal announcement made at the IPCPR, Gurkha has actually purchased Martin's company, absorbing it into now the Gurkha East India Trading Company. It remains unclear at the moment as to how Martin's cigars will fit into Gurkha's portfolio, but it has been confirmed that our cigars will undergo rebranding and introduce new blends down the road. As far as Maria Martin's curtain position and function with Gurkha, details still remain unclear. Drew Estates, Nice Rustica. I thought it was the Nica Rustica. It is Nica Rustica. 
They, Somebody, wrote, they wrote nice rustica. I was just being funny. I didn't write that. You copied it. <laughs> Drew Estate. <laughs> Nika Rustica. Having made its highly anticipated debut at the IPCPR last week, the Nika Rustica comes in a single 6x52 Parejo size with an MSRP of 695 It will be shipped in 50-count display boxes, each with two 25-count trapezoidal bundles. With filler tobacco, <laughs> while the filler tobacco is Nicaraguan, Esteli, and Jalapa Grade A, the wrapper is Connecticut Broadleaf Mediums, and the binder is a Mexican San Andreas Negro. For those thinking this Liga Provada wrapper on a different filler, it is not. Due to the extremes in the classifications of Connecticut Broadleaf by the same name, can be two very different leaves. Something the company, um, something the company will think will be evident in the diversity of the color and the roughness of the wrapper for Nika Rustica. The company describes the product as a medium to full in strength, and the same description it gives to its legal provider number 9 in T52 lines, but the Nika Rustica is meant to be something different. Marketing language describes it as a medium to full body smoke, blended to be rustic, unpolished, unrefined, for hardcore tobacco lovers, according to Jonathan Drew. The cigar is lighter than Liga Provada in strength, and big enough to change in profile and a price so that the products aren't overlapping. And finally, EPC Edition Limitada 2013 is coming. At the 2013 IPCPR trade show, EP Carrillo showcased the packaging around their upcoming Edition Limitada 2013. The company has made an an uh, Edition Limitada of different blend each year in a single size as a one-time release. The conversation with Ernesto Perez Carrillo III confirmed that the exact blend is still being finalized. At the moment, we do not know the cigar. We, we do not know the. Excuse me. At the moment, we do know that the cigar will use a Mexican San Andreas Maduro wrapper, which is a first for EPC. The 2013 release will be a six and a quarter by 54 Toro, with some Nicaraguan and Dominican tobaccos thrown in the mix. Coming in 1,500 individually numbered boxes of a zebra wood design, the packaging is also intended to be reused as a humidor. Uh-huh. That is all for the news, July 20th, 2013. That being said, we have any big callers? Oh, we have uh, a couple callers. We have from West Point, Charlie. Charlie from West Point. Welcome. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Hello, hey, this is Charlie at West Point. What's going on, brother? What's up, Charlie? How you doing down there? Um, well, I feel you mean. We're hot. It's hotter up here than it is down there. I always get that confused. Sorry, Charlie. Uh- Oh, that's right. History or no geography wasn't one of your best classes, I think. <laughs> no, no, no classes were my best classes. So, Charlie, do you think you got these three tunes down? Do you need to hear them again, or you got them down pat? No, no, I got to hear them again, please. All right, here we go. Let's play number one real quick. Say it if you know it. Pink Panther. I will give you twenty dollars if you can tell me who wrote that, Emily. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Why? Know. How would I know oh. that? Uh, Peter Wolf. <laughs> Who was that? I think Peter Wolf did that. Peter, yeah, Peter Wolf. There you go. Yeah, very good, Charlie. Now I will give her twenty dollars if you can tell me who Peter Wolf is. <laughs> there you go. All right, Charlie. Here we go. Number two. Do they even air these shows anymore? Syndicated somewhere. Any idea on that one, Charlie? No clue at all. I am totally... Dick Tracy? I don't even know. Ah, sorry, Charlie. Oh, <laughs> uh, only... I know. I'm waiting to start this. 
Hey Charlie, you gotta you gotta kiss my ass radio hat or shirt. I already got him. I got him up here at the Davidoff store when you guys were up here. All right, my friend. Thanks for calling, Charlie. All right, standing by. Take care. All right, we have uh, Ricardo. Ricardo for Newport News, Virginia. Ricardo, welcome. You're on the air. How you doing, Abe? Good. How you doing, Hi. my friend? Uh, I'm all right. Uh, <clears throat> good morning, everybody. Good are you, morning. Are you smoking anything this morning? No, I had one last night, but uh, yeah, I do need one for breakfast. That's right. All right, Ricardo, you ready to win $50 courtesy of Monte Cristo? Of course I am. Yep. Here we go. Play number one. Well, number one, if you listen, you should know. What's number one? Uh, it's the Pink Panther. There you go. Number two. Let's see if we get number two. Inspector Gadget. Oh, he's uh, off the bat. Here we uh-huh. go. Last but not least, here's the big one. Number three. Tom and Jerry. Wow, well done. <laughs> Nicely done. I didn't, I didn't get the Tom and Jerry one. That was one that threw me off a little bit. I well, knew, you got to throw one I recognized, I recognized it, but I didn't get Good it. Place. Nicely done, Ricardo. You have won $50. Courtesy of Monte Cristo cigars to buy yourself some good stogies with. What are you gonna What are you gonna buy with that fifty dollars? Uh, a couple of Monte Cristos. There you <laughs> go. Well said, mm-hmm. Ricardo. Hang on. We'll get your information. And keep listening. Thank you very much. Okay. Take care. Well, don't go anywhere, folks. After this, the Bloggers Corner with Cigar Coop. With You're the listening, Coop. Listening to Kiss My Ass Radio. <laughs> oh, hey, girl. Hey. Kiss My Ass Radio. On Seaview Radio. This is Barry from Miami Cigar Company, and I'm Lady M's biggest fan. Literally. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. You and I go Stop doing that to us. <laughs> this is just not well time, funny anymore. Well time. It's just brutal. All right, folks. Welcome back, all our loyal listeners and libertarians and lovers of the leaf. Honest Abe here with my crew, Adam K. and the lovely Lady M. And uh, I don't know. We have a caller. I'm a little nervous to answer the phone. <laughs> You're supposed to screen these calls for me, Colin. Uh, this is, uh, I, I believe it's the correct brandy, my wife. Yes. How are you? What did I do? Nothing. Did I leave, nothing, the, nothing. I leave the door open, toilet seat up? Toilet up. What happened? <laughs> you call in the studio. I, I was actually talking to Lady M. Hi, Randy. I, yeah, hi. How are you? Good, babe. Yeah, I was gonna, um, you know, um, go through her trivia situation, and I was gonna win, but somebody won before me. Oh, oh. you had to call. That's what it's about. Well, you know, you know, honey, we're going to have a fact of crap. You could challenge uh, Adam Kay in the last segment of the show and win his five cigars from him. Fact of crack? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a new segment, fact or crack. Either you get the answer right or you got to do some crack. I like this. <laughs> honey, great idea. That is going to be a new Kiss My Ash segment, fact or crack. crack. <laughs> there yeah, you go. I'm glad I can inspire. 
<laughs> it's called fact or crap. I True love or false. Smoking crack. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, Colin. One more time. I love smoking crack. There you go. <laughs> so we're gonna do fact or crack. That's gonna be the new show. Is a, okay, is, a, is a cigar princess around? Yes, she is. Let her let her get her on the air. Come here, Daddy wants to talk to you. No, the cigar princess. Zane. I know Zane wants to get. Is this is this a cigar princess? Hi. Yes. Do you know where you're talking right now? Huh? Do you know where you're talking? What? Do you, you know? know do you know you're on the Daddy yeah. Show right now? What's Daddy Show called? Kiss my ass. That's right. Kiss my ass radio. And if you're the cigar princess, what's Daddy? That's right. <laughs> All right. I love you, Daddy. I'll see you later. I love you, too, Daddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love that kid. <laughs> she is awesome. Zane's, like, out it. She's like, you hear in the background, like, me? Brady's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's like, no. This is our princess. My poor kid. She's going to be the middle kid. She's going to have a complex. I, I've already tried to teach her to say, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. But she won't do it. My wife gets mad when I tell her to do it. All right. Every week, we like to invite somebody from the blogger universe to come on our show, tell them about our site, review a cigar, and of course, one of our good buddies here. We love him on the show, the Coop Man Cigar Coop. Hey, everyone. Good morning. What's up, buddy? Uh, back from Vegas. Back from Vegas. Um, pretty well recovered. Pretty yeah. well recovered. Rested up. Was that a five-day hangover? Or? <laughs> um, I had about two days to recover for the most part. Any flight delays on the way there back? Uh, no, I did not. Wow. Uh, oh, you're lucky. Almost everybody I knew had some kind of delay or problem. Yeah, yeah. you always you always find out about them on social media. It's like everyone in the cigar industry has to tell you they're at the airport. And they have to tell you <laughs> the flight, so. What else they got to do? <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> so, Coop, man, before we get into your review, man, tell us, what did you, you like? What did you see? What did you see at the show? Turn your eye? What's up? Um, obviously, Davidoff's Nicaragua was actually the first shot I got to smoke. I actually got to smoke it. They actually were selling them at the Davidoff stores out there. Um, it's vintage Davidoff um, with that Nicaraguan twist, so to speak. So I like to say it's, um, you're going to get all that hanky counter stuff, but a little more uh, pop to it. So it, I think it's going to be do well. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see if traditional Davidoff smokers will convert or are they just going to develop a whole new audience with that cigar? Because... I don't think it's. I don't think the traditional Davidoff guys are going to jump on board on this cigar. I think it's going to be too different for them. Unless you're the, like a Millennium smoker or any of the LE smokers, they might jump on it. Uh, but I think they may get a whole new marketplace. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. Um, Nat Sherman's 1930 was a huge surprise to me. Uh, it's a very old school type of cigar. Um, you know, if you look at a guy who's done a job in the cigar industry, uh, Michael Herklotz, in the last two years. Um, it's one of the great, um, it's really one of the great stories we've seen. And, and this 1930s just continuing the great work he's doing. This is just a classic old school smoke. Without a um, doubt. I mean, you talk about a company that was once the eminent forefront of this industry who just completely fell off the map. I mean, you know, we hadn't carried Nat Sherman in years, and once every four years someone would come in, hey, you carry Nat. Who? Oh, no, just the cigarettes. And you're absolutely right. The job that Michael has done the last two years in revitalizing. That brand in the premium cigar brick and mortar stores has just been outstanding. 
Yep, and it's not wasn't just he just didn't strike luck with timeless because this nineteen thirty is a really, really good stick. It's gonna do real well for them. Anything else? Um what was your what, what, what was your wow what was your wow cigar? Um the wow cigar was probably the um I had I had had this before the show, but it really wowed me at the show even more with the uh, Eric Espinosa six oh one Labamba Warhead. The Warhead. A lot of talk about the Warhead of the show. Mm-hmm. Stickers and you know, shirts going around. It was yeah, pretty pretty yeah, well talked about. It is that's Connecticut Broadleaf on that blend. Um, he just struck gold with that thing. And just even with a couple more weeks of age, I had it before the show, but a couple more weeks of age, that thing is just smoking great. Um, if he didn't sell out, I'd be very surprised that he didn't sell out of that. Well, stay tuned because you hear it here first. Uh, I have a micro blend project I'm working on with Eric that should be very interesting. So we're Ooh. excited to hopefully come out uh, early next year. So um, should be interesting. Yeah, he's doing great work at that factory. So that's a good project. Very cool. All right, so tell us, my friend, uh, what uh, what what did you see the show that you just absolutely said fail? It absolutely failed. Yeah, you just thought maybe you looked forward to it, you wanted to try it, and it was just like, nope, didn't do it. You know, as far as um, what I what I really what I really saw, um, there was a lot of good stuff, and it, there was nothing that really I say disappointed me per se. It seemed like if I had to say, Altada seemed a little light this year. Um, they, they had a lot more last year in terms of the new releases, and, and this year they just seemed a lot lighter in terms of what, of, in terms of the new offerings. I kind of expected more for a company of that size. Who are you talking about? Altidus. Also, oh, Altidus. Altidus. I missed yeah. that. Well, they had, yeah. the, they had the Monty. Mm-hmm. And There's another new Romeo, isn't there? Uh, I think so. The Romeo. Juan Lopez. They, they, <laughs> seemed, they seemed lighter. They bought back Juan Lopez, which, you know. I mean, you want to talk about... As long as they don't bring back George Lopez, I'll be happy. That was just wrong. Juan? Juan Lopez? Yeah, it's an old brand that's died like two or three times already. Oh, I thought you were talking about the person. No. That's George Lopez. Yeah. No, but there's a Juan Lopez. (laughs) I'm sure there is. (laughs) There are probably a lot of Juan Lopez. (laughs) Now that we went off on a tangent, Coop, sorry. (laughs) That's okay. So, uh, all right, so... um, any, anything else you want to share with us from your trade show experience? Um, you know, the, the big the couple, two themes I took out of there that I saw a lot of around the trade show. A lot of a lot of sampler packs, and while everyone was also talking, that's one thing. And while everyone was talking about big ring gauges, there was a big push towards mini cigars at the show. Um, Aging Room came out with one. Uh, Dunhill came out with one. Eddie Ortega came out with one. Abe Flores. Saw a lot more of those this year than I expected. So while everyone was talking seventy ring gauges, and they were there. The minis were really um, surfacing as well. Did Eddie's packaging? I, mean, I didn't get to see his packaging for that mini cigar. I saw some original artwork. I was hoping he'd change it. it does it still look like a pack of Marlboros? It, it, it does. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> That's so wrong. Yeah, and uh, Eddie's a great guy, and I know what he was trying to do with that top box. It's just you know, in this time, it was. Not the right thing. I'm not, I, that's just my opinion. That's not no, a knock on the smoke. I, no, no, I love Eddie. Mm-hmm. I love Eddie, but I, I agree with you, man. I just, well, I don't, I don't know what he was thinking of that. Not what I would have done. All right, Coop, man. What what cigar are you reviewing for our listeners today? Um, I'm going to do one that came out a little before the show. Um, it's the Latuania number thirteen, which is the box press Latuania. 
The Toro Gordo, correct? The Toro Gordo, yep. It is a, so they added a 6x56. Um, it was the sixth size they added, but it's the first box press. So it's the largest in terms of um, ring gauge, and it's tied for the largest in terms of length. Um, I think people know La Duena is the cigar that um, was made for Yanni Garcia of My Father's Cigars, who's the daughter of Don Pepin Garcia. So this cigar was actually blended by Pete Johnson, um, which is kind of a little bit of a role reversal, because I know that the Garcia's a lot of blending for Pete, but Pete was heavily involved with this project. Um, and it is a mix of Connecticut Broadleaf and Nicaraguan. Um, the wrapper binder and filler off Connecticut Broadleaf, but there's also Nicaraguan tobacco mixed in uh, on the binder and filler. So I found this, I actually found this bigger size, and the uh, the box press just seemed to really work well with this particular cigar. Um, you look at the cigar, it's beautiful. It's like a, it's like a chocolate bar. It's got, it's got that milk chocolate wrapper, a little bit of oil on it. Um, it's very well packed, um, so... It's, you know, I actually think it looks real good. And, um, you know, it still has the Latvania band. So it's the same, it's the same, obviously, part of the line. But whatever they did with that box press, it just seemed to work real well. I actually think it took, it kind of dialed the blend back just a little bit in terms of strength and body. Um, you'll still get a lot of the chocolate notes, the pepper, um, some citrus, and, um, Towards the end, the chocolate kind of gets a little more leathery, but it's a, it's a really just a smooth smoke. It, 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 I heard Tom talking earlier. It doesn't. It evolves. This cigar just totally evolves. So it starts out with chocolate and pepper, and then evolves more to a leathery uh, pepper towards the end, and it's kind of just real smooth in terms of that. Um, construction was top notch. It's excellent. The draw is great for that size box press. Um, it, it's I'd say medium strength in, in terms of body, medium to full. Um, it's a really good cigar, and if folks who have not smoked by the wing and haven't tried the number 13, I'd encourage them to do so, even if they don't like the bigger ring gauge. Are you a fan of the La Duena line in general, I mean, across the board? Okay, I'll be honest, it was, it was a cigar I'd go to occasionally. Um, it wasn't a cigar I'd put in my regular rotation. It wasn't a bad cigar. I just think that the number 13 was one that, yeah, you know what, I'd pick up a five-pack of those. Um, it, it, it's a very good cigar. Cool. And, of course, um, anybody who wants to check out your site, it's www.cigar-coop.com. I always want to remember that, hyphen. Hyphen coop. Mm-hmm. Yes, cigar hyphen. That's a dash for those of you who don't know, Emily. I know what the heck a hyphen <laughs> is. I'm going to hyphen you in a second. <laughs> oh, that sounds interesting. Um, wonder, check out his site. Coop's a great guy. Been in the industry forever. Well-known. Uh, highly respected his opinions. And Coop, do you know anything uh, up and coming that you're going to be reviewing that our listeners could look forward to and check your site out? Yeah, we'll have the Nat Sherman 1930 this week. Uh, we'll have Moya Ruiz's La Jugada uh, Prieto de Maduro. We'll have a new cigar called Fratello, which I think was a cigar, kind of a rookie cigar that really made a good impression on a lot of folks at the show. So those three things you can expect uh, in the next week. Great. Well, listen, pal, always a pleasure to have you on, Coop. I appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity. Anytime. We'll see you soon. Check him out, www.cigar-coop.com. That's the man. All right. No one's called to challenge you for your cigars. Apparently not. So we're going to give them another minute. If they want to call in, 877-960-9960. We can get through it. Trust me. I'm going to speed read. Okay. Uh, if they want to challenge your cigars. If not, I'm just going to jump into the asshole of the week. And if they don't, we run out of time. We'll sign off. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm just sickened by the state and parental people. What does it matter with you women? And it's not Little Wayne's fault. 
You were there. Why I would you do there. anything about it? Listen, I had no. I was. I took care of myself. I had to. De- I had to like protect Mother myself. Mother of the year. Yeah. Mother, Mother of the year once know. again. Listen to this, Days folks. We don't have to look far to find assholes lately. Sunday night, 25-year-old Brittany Nicole Harris was arrested on two counts of child neglect. Why? Mm. Why not? She <laughs> left her three- and five-year-old kids in the car at the Cruzan Amphitheater in West Palm Beach to enjoy the Little Wayne concert. Yep. I she was there. Three and a five-year-old in a car. In a car. In, in a summer. Car. In a parking lot. In a theater. With a bunch of drunk, yeah, drunks, ridiculous people. It's not even really a parking lot. It's more just a field. It's a field. Cars I mean, just are disgusting. Amphitheater employees first spot the children in the parking lot at 7 p.m. When asked, the children said their mommy went inside to watch the concert. Can you, can you believe this? Did, did she at least leave them with water or food or I anything? It doesn't say, but she denied bringing the children worse. at first, but eventually confessed. The State Department of Children and Families was called to take charge of the children. And Harris was released under supervision and twenty thousand dollar bond. I think twenty thousand dollars is is not enough. Well, you actually wrote twenty dollars. I just assumed it was I twenty thousand. Yeah, I did. Oh. I just oh, assumed. No, it was I just assumed it was twenty thousand. Yeah, well, there's a comma after the twenty. Uh, so that, uh, that really does. I'm assuming yeah. it's twenty thousand. Sorry, <laughs> Tom. Happy. But Brittany Nicole Harris, you are without a doubt our asshole of wow. the week. All right. Two get minutes. Can a, we do this? A babysitter. Get your pen ready. We're going to go uh, fact to crap so you can give away some Adam yeah. cigars. Ugh. I got Randall from Louisiana. Randall, welcome. You ready to win some cigars? Yeah. Randall? Oh, I'm here. I'm sorry. You want to win some yes, cigars, buddy? Oh, I'd love to win some cigars. Okay, here we go. we got to do this quick. Okay. Fact to crap. A mash ton is a unit of measurement used during the brewing process of beer. It is crap. You're both wrong. It is a vessel. Number two, New Hampshire has the highest per capita beer consumption. Crap. You are both wrong. It is fact. <laughs> Number three, low point beer refers to beer that receives poor reviews from experts. Crap. You are both correct. That is crap. Number four, in Sweden, if alcohol content by weight is 3.6% or higher, you have to be 20 years old to purchase it. If it's 3.5% or lower, you only have to be 18. Fact. You are correct. It is fact. It you is have taken fact. a one-point lead. Number five. Pubs in Ireland are not allowed to be open on St. Patrick's Day. Crap. <laughs> Absolutely crap. All right. Number six. Originally, near beer was a term for malt beverages containing little or no alcohol which were mass-marketed during Prohibition in the United States. Fact. You are both correct. Fact. Still uh, one-point lead, correct? One-point lead. Nicely. Hold on to it. Hold on to it, buddy Randall. Here we go. Um, beverage, beverage can pull tabs were invented in 1962 by Iron City Brewing. Fact. You are both correct. Fact. Three questions to go, Adam, and tie this up. When discussing beer... Nose refers to the head of the beer that gets on your nose when taking a sip. Crap. Did you say crap? Yes, crap. You are correct. It is crap. Two-point lead. It's not right. Here the we go. The nose is referred to the aroma. The term Bach was used to describe a very heavy and strong beer. Crap. Oh, it is fact. 
So a one point lead. I have one point lead. Here's a chance to tie it, Adam, and save your cigars. Here we go. It comes down to the wire. In 2007, Coors Light introduced their cold activated bottle where mountains on the label were printed in special thermochromatic ink that turns blue when the brew reaches 46 degrees Fahrenheit. Crap. Oh, he ties it! Fact! Oh, my God. Really, Randall? How do you not know that? Everybody knows that can, Randall. How'd you miss that one? Well, I thought it was a can and not the bottle. No, it was on the bottle, too. Yeah. It, it was, was on the yeah, bottle. Yeah. It was the bottles. Oh, Randall. I thought you had him finally. He saved. Look at this bum. Saves it at the last minute. Randall, yeah. do you have a hat and shirt? Oh, yeah, I have a hat and shirt already. All right, my friend. Well, listen, Colin, get his information. I want to send him something special anyway. We'll get you something special. Thanks for listening, and thanks for calling, Randall. Thank you. Take care, my friend. All right, folks. It's been another edition of Kiss My Ash Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, Next week, we have the godfather of premium cigars, Ernesto Perez Carrillo of EPC Cigars. In my traditional closing, I want to remind you all, life is short. See where the moments count. But most of all, never be expressed how you feel. Because if anyone doesn't like it or makes you eggs and avocados in the morning and doesn't wake you up, what do you tell them, Lady M? Kiss my effing ass. <laughs> <laughs> this is Honest Abe signing out and reminding you to be merciless. Spare no cigar, smoke them all, and God sort them out. I wanted to say that. I, I, I saw my... You've been listening to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio. Every Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon, join the gang as they pursue life, liberty, and fine cigars. If you missed the show, need more information, log on to kissmyassradio.com. To me, I-